Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. Friend, this episode is a first for Truth Talks with Tara as a whole entire show in that it was the first time that I actually teared up. I shed a tear from this conversation. And if you've seen the title, I'm sure you're not surprised if you know who Anne Voskamp is. This is kind of a pinch me moment because I have loved Anne and her writing for years now. She has been a mentor of sorts to me on social media and through her books and through her beautiful poetic excellence and gifts and love and passion and just emotional vulnerability for the Lord. And today Anne and I are sitting down and we had a conversation about how the Lord makes a way in our lives when there seems to be no way, when things that seem to be in the way of our lives are actually the Lord's way of making a way. I know there's a lot of me saying way and there will be a lot in this conversation because we're celebrating Anne's new book that is released called Waymaker, finding a way to the life you always dreamed of. If you're currently walking through a heartbreak or a struggle or a trial that you never really saw coming for your life, this conversation is for you. I felt the Holy Spirit so tangibly through our conversation and I am so excited for you to listen. So I'm not going to give any more spoilers, but if you need a Red Sea road through your wilderness, through your exodus, I'd invite you to keep listening. 
Now, if you loved this episode, please make sure to screenshot it in the app, whatever app you're listening to, repost it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Miss Tara Sun and at Ann Voskamp so we can thank you for personally listening. All right, all right, let's get into the show. Here's my conversation with Ann Voskamp. Hey friends, thank you for joining us for another episode today on the show. I am giddy and so excited because let's be honest, we're going to be very honest. There was a few technical difficulties to get here. The enemy wanted to knock this conversation out, but Ann and I are here. I have the one and only Ann Voskamp on the podcast today, and my heart is truly full. So thank you, Ann, for being here. Would you introduce yourself to those listening, um, who you are, what you do, all those beautiful things? Oh, Tara, it's such a joy to be here with you. Thank you for navigating the technical difficulties. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, and pressing forward. Um, yeah, we're just waiting from a farm here in Canada. Um, my husband and I are full-time farmers. Actually, he rolled out with the combine here not 20 minutes ago. They're going to yeah. try to get off. A, we have 30 acres of wheat sitting down um, on farms about 15 minutes south of us. So they're going to try um, to get those last 30 acres mm-hmm. off. Um, and he and I are the, the mama of seven kids that run from the age of 27 down to seven. So we amazing. Um, are blessed with um, four boys and three girls. And um, it's a full house and full hearts. And we are just leaning into Jesus every single day. I love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love getting to see peaks of your beautiful life on the farm. Like we mentioned, I such a soft spot for farmland and just beautiful, just beautiful. So I always love to ask my friends too on the show, something that they're loving at the moment. Mm. Some people are like, does it have to be overly spiritual? I'm like, no, we've had the craziest, (laughs) most random things. And it's just fun to hear what is making someone's life sweeter. So, Anne, we want to know what's making your life sweeter. What are you loving right now? Well, can I cheat and and have two things, Sarah? Absolutely, please. The more, the better. (laughs) Um, One thing I'm really, really enjoying this year um, is we uh, replanted the perennial garden and I am loving going out into um, the blooms and the greenery every single day. I think, um, I think the whole world is full of God's glory and we need Mm -hmm. a daily soak in the glory of God every day to cleanse our hearts and minds. So for me going out every day has bring me deep joy. And then on a more practical basis, (laughs) um, my kids and I, uh, three of our, my oldest kids and I uh, came up with the idea that we really wanted to share with each other every day, our little wins journal. So during the oh, day, yes. we're making a, li- a journal of little wins during mm. the day and then sharing that. Cause I think sometimes I'm like, I have my gratitude list that I'm working on every day and I'm a journaler, 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 but I think sometimes we, we get to the end of the day and we look at our to-do list and we see all the things that we didn't get done. But if we're like, what what were the little wins today? And we can share them with each other. So that actually has been inspiring all of us to keep sharing our little wins with each other. So that's been fun for us this summer. I love that. I think that speaks to my type A heart because every day (laughs) I go to bed and I'm like, I didn't get this done. Or I wake up the next morning and I'm like, well, I have all this to do instead of celebrating. Because honestly, as I've gotten older, the Lord has really teached me to release that grip on my day and realize that you can plan your day. That's fine. But to realize that God has other things in store. And are you going to be able to flow with it? Are you going to be able to just go with him as it goes? And I think that's such a good point, Tara, because a lot of times when we make our to-do list, we, we measure success by how much has gotten done on the list, as opposed yeah. to 
that every interruption, quote unquote, into our day is mm-hmm. the manifestation of the grace and kindness of the Lord too. Beautiful. So I can't go ahead and measure my success on what I got done on the to-do list because the little wins might be a phone call that I didn't count at all today, mm-hmm. but that actually was a, a chance to minister or to disciple somebody or they ministered to me. So I think, so I think we make our to-do list, but our plans belong to the Lord at yep. so the end of the day. Can I look back and go, Oh, look at all these little wins. They weren't the things maybe that I planned on, but there was still so much good and grace that happened today. Yeah. Yes. I need to do that. And I need to put that on my planner so that it doesn't over like, so that my plans don't overtake the little wins and, and the good. Well, there are like, I mean, the other day I was so discouraged about, Oh my goodness, I had all these things I needed to do. And it felt like there'd been interruption after interruption after interruption. Yes. But then my husband said, well, were there any little wins in that? And I was like, mm. Oh, there were so many really big, yeah. great wins out of that. So then actually creating a list of that so that yeah. so the to-do list doesn't become my, my master, but actually a list that goes, look at the Lord is writing a good winning story out of all of these moments yes. too. Yes. I think that needs to be your next book or a, a, a something that yeah, right exactly. there. as opposed to 1000 gifts, let's write a little, a book called the little wins. There you go. <laughs> that would be a win right there. No, that was totally. beautiful. And thank you for sharing. I love both favorites, um, just soaking in the Lord and releasing to the Lord things I need every day personally, Mm -hmm. but today we are celebrating Mm -hmm. your latest book Waymaker, that has been out in the world for a little bit now. We're celebrating it today. Not only is it beautiful on the outside, but the words are just, Mm -hmm. as I, as I tell friends about it, I just tell people it is salve to to the soul. Mm -hmm. It is a balm to the soul. Mm -hmm. The words, not only the way that God has gifted you to write so poetically and beautiful, mm. beautifully, mm. but just the theological depth mm. that you really break down in a simple way is hard to do. So just want to honor you in that and praise the Lord for that. But again, for those who have not read the book, we're having a conversation about Jesus, our Waymaker, how he makes mm-hmm. a way when there seems to be no way. But mm-hmm. if you could just share in um, just a few moments, how Waymaker really came to be, uh, I would just love that. No, I think Tara, lots of times, um, I mean, and we, and we're singing it in churches all the time too, that he's our, our way maker. He's our promise keeper. Mm -hmm. But when we think of these things to realize that, um, the way God is making, isn't the way to, um, our own agendas, just like you and I were saying, sometimes we, we we have our plan of what the way should look like Mm -hmm. when we say, well, God hasn't made a way. There's just no way here. God, will you make a way? I think Waymaker really is about a paradigm shift for us. Just understand there is always a way because yes. Jesus himself is the way. Mm-hmm. So when, when we say, Jesus, you need to make a way here. I think we need to have a paradigm shift around. He's not making a way to something else, to a place. He is making the way to us Yes. so that we can be in the presence of the way himself. Mm. So what we do I have a way of life? What the ancients used to call like a rule of life, a way of life, a rhythm of life, a cadence of life that keeps my heart and soul oriented, not to a place on a horizon that I want, yes, but to a person right here with me whose presence himself is my promised land. And that takes, when we're in, a, when we're between rocks and hard places, when we're, when we're, pacing hospital halls, when, um, our dreams and our hopes, our relationships are shattered, um, and our hearts are broken. We want 
the topography and the landscape of our lives to look different. We want the place to look different than it is right now. So what we need to do is, okay, Lord, help me to have a rhythm of life that keeps me deeply attached to you, who is the way maker yourself. Mm. Um, And way maker really is unpacking my own story in several different ways um, where I, I wanted a place. I had expectations of what my life should look like. And then um, the wrong turns I took in lots of deeply painful ways thinking, okay, God, if you don't take care of me enough to get me to the place I want to go, then I will take care of myself to get to where I want to go. And that it's, we make our talks about all of life it turns on the turn. Every moment we have decisions to make when our expectations aren't met, when life is full of pain and disappointments, Yeah. which, which direction am I going to turn for comfort? Which direction am I going to turn to cope with the pain? Yes. And lots of times we inadvertently turn in ways that um, are toward ourselves to escape, to numb up from pain, as opposed mm-hmm. to can I turn towards God and live a cruciform life yes. with arms outstretched and hands wide open and turn towards the Lord to say, I know you are for me. Mm. And this might not feel like a gift right now, but I know that you are a good, good Abba father. Yes. And you will use this as surgery in my life to shape me and remake me and reform me more into the cruciform image of Christ. I want to receive this too, Lord. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online so it flows with your lifestyle and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match therapy gives you the space to talk about the good the bad the ugly and process it which can be really hard on your own so visit betterhelp.com truth talks today and get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com truth talks so um we make a really unpacks two difficult, um, heartbreaking, literally heartbreaking stories, maybe three actually heartbreaking stories. Um, we, um, the story of adopting our youngest daughter from China who has a literal broken heart. She has half of a heart. And in the midst of that story, decisions, painful decisions I made that broke my husband's heart in all kinds of ways. And in the midst of that, I ended up in literal heart failure myself um, and had my own come to Jesus because I think all of us um, 
We want, we think, I mean, Instagram tells us, <laughs> screens tell us all the time that if you buy this or do this or right. try this hack, there is a way to navigate life, mm. avoid all pain and suffering, um, to avoid all heartbreak. And um, our suffering savior, Jesus, the wounded mm. healer says, no, this is a broken world and all of our hearts break. And I am I am the way who is with you on the heartbroken way, who mm -hmm. actually heals you yes. through my own presence. Yes. So um, that's kind of, but when it, when it, the subtitle of Waymaker being finding the way to the life you've always dreamed of, um, ultimately we want a life of peace and shalom. And mm -hmm. that is not a place. Peace and shalom mm. is with the person and presence of Jesus himself. I have never gotten teared up on a podcast episode until today. <laughs> listening to, I love, I loved getting to hear it personified through your voice. Cause mm -hmm. I've, I've read the book, um, you know, on, on, the, on the pages, but to hear it yeah. through your voice and oh, it was, it's powerful. And, you know, I was thinking as you were talking, wouldn't it be easier a lot of times, a lot of times I wonder, wouldn't it be easier if the Lord forced us along the way, wouldn't it be mm -hmm. easier if he just mm -hmm. said, this is how you're going to go. I know you're a simple person, but I'm just going to make you stay on the way with the way mm -hmm. I think about a lot. And I mm -hmm. think why would God allow these things in? If he just has the power to keep me where he wants mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. And every single time I think that I know he doesn't because he is too good to make us into robots. He's yes. too good to force yes. us into a relationship. That's meant to yes. be intimate and loving. Yes. And he wants us to be dependent, yes. dependent, yes. just so connected to the way that if we swerve off from the path and out, out of the way, out of Jesus, who was the way, then we're helpless. I mean, that's a hard thing to hear. That's a hard thing to tell culture in general. It's a hard thing for my yes. heart to hear that we're helpless, yes. but we are without yes. staying in, in that way. And I love, love that you said that and shattering expectations of what we really believe our lives are, you know? I think um, I write in my maker about how we all have our own, our own equivalent of a GPS system. Mm -hmm. The EPS, our expectational positioning system, where we uh, we have expectations that we will be this place along the road. Yes. And a lot of times it's not even that um, it's expectation that I would be at this point in my life, at this age in my life, that I will be further along than X, Y, or Z. And can, when we are bonded, attached to God himself, what are expectation should be at all times is that God is always good mm. and we are always loved. That our expectation should be the chesed loving kindness of God. Yes. So I think when we, when we are in Christ, we can expect the chesed loving kindness of God. Just don't expect it to come the way you think it will. Yes, Sometimes yes. we we expect the loving kindness of God to look like ease mm -hmm. or to look like um, a, a, a flat road ahead of us. Yes. But can we trust that the chesed loving kindness of God looks like the narrow way? Yes. The chesed loving kindness of God might look like a, a road that's very steep and we may not know what the road ahead holds, mm -hmm. but we know that Jesus is our road. Yes. And Jesus always holds us. Can we trust that in the chesed loving kindness of God, 
that finding that way to the life we've always dreamed of, that, that doesn't mean uh, an expansive, wide, easy way. An easy way leads to an empty life. A hard way leads to a wholly fulfilling life. A narrow, hard way leads to a fulfilling life. And that wide, it's interesting, scripture, when it talks about the wide way leads to destruction, mm-hmm. destruction actually in, in the Hebrew means narrow. So it's, it's the way I take a wide, easy way at the beginning that yes. ends up narrowing down to crushing. But if I take wow. Jesus way, which is a narrow way in the beginning, it opens, it opens up, up into an expansive, wide life in Christ that's deeply fulfilling. So Waymaker really is about, can I go ahead and have a complete paradigm shift about what the topography and the landscape of this world really is? Lots of times I think we're walking around with a map that's handed to us by culture. Yes. And then we say, wait, this, this doesn't match the, the road that I'm walking on, this mm-hmm. map doesn't actually match the topography of this world because we're reading the wrong map. Yes. If we actually pick up a map, which is Waymaker's me working out, what does it look like to take a w- scripture and have a way of life, a rule of life and lay that down on my life and on my heart and on my mind so that the way I walk actually matches yes. the way of Christ himself. That yes. actually matches what is it like to walk through a broken world where hearts do get broken. Yes. Um, John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, he talks a lot about what it means to be a disciple and to walk in the way of Christ and to literally walk in his footsteps. And you nailed it on the head right there. We can't walk the way with the way. First of all, if we don't know who he is, if we don't know who the way is himself. And two, if we don't know how the way has called us to walk. Yes. Which is in God's word. It is right it is there. In- and I think we know, we, we all think, you know, we buy the lie that we can walk away a road that doesn't go through Gethsemane. Yes. Wow. And if we follow the way of Jesus, which leads to eternal life, there is no way to that kind of life that doesn't have Gethsemane's in it. Mm. And the sooner we can stop fighting the Gethsemane's and kneel like Jesus and say, not my way, but your way be done. Mm. Then there are resurrections and empty tombs and rolled stones on the other side of that. Wow. 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 That is, it's, it's surrender. (laughs) It's surrender. It is surrender. It's really, um, Waymaker really unpacks having a way of life, a rhythm of life that, um, it's, it's called sacred. Do I have a way of life? It's an acronym stillness. Can I be still and know that God is God. Yeah. So stillness and attentiveness. Can I attend to the questions that God is asking me? Lots of times we have questions for God. Why is my life like this? Why is the road like this? Why mm-hmm. is the story like this? As opposed to the questions he asks us, can I attend to those questions? Who do you say that I am? Every morning wow. for me to wake up and say, I say that you are the king of the universe and you're my yes. Abba father. What is there to fear when my Abba father is the king of the universe? Amen. <laughs> those questions, who do you say that I am? The questions that he asked Hagar, where are you coming from? And where are you going to So sit down every day and to write that out, to really slow down, be still enough, attend, where's my soul coming from and be honest about that. Mm -hmm. And where am I going to? And lots of times actually Tara, when I write that down, it actually, it's a confession where have I been coming from? Yes. And then the, where am I going to? It's setting my intentions right for the day. Right. It's reorienting the compass of my soul every day. And then just like you said, 
was living a life of surrender. The C of sacred, that acronym sacred, that way of life that sets you apart Mm -hmm. for the way of Jesus. That C is cruciform. How do I live cruciform shaped and formed like a cross all the time that that form of surrender, like I write in Waymaker, um, the Hebrew word for surrender sacrifice is korban. We see that in English ways. Oh, if I have to sacrifice, if I have to surrender, I lose Mm -hmm, something. mm -hmm. The Hebrew understanding of korban is to let go of something to draw closer to, to draw near to. So the surrender is actually bringing you closer to the life you always, always dreamed of. The surrender is bringing you closer to the person of Jesus himself. So for me every day to write down cruciform, Lord, what do I need to let go of today? So I can reach closer to you. So I can draw near to you and draw near to your people, actually living formed and shaped like a cross, reaching out to people. The R of sacred is revelation. I don't think Tara, we can step out into our day and know the way through unless we have a fresh revelation Mm-hmm. of who the way himself actually is. So that means um, that means always having a, a sticky note yes. and a pen next to my open Bible as I'm reading that. What's your fresh revelation, Lord, that you have for me today that I'm going to carry with me today, that you have revealed more of yourself, the way yourself to yes. me. So I know the way through today. That E of sacred is examine, examine my own heart. What am I, what am I afraid of? Because I think so many times we turn the wrong way because yes. we are afraid of something. Um, and if we can slow down, be still long enough to write down, Lord, these are the things that I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. 360 sometimes in scripture, he says, do not be afraid. So clearly he knows that fear is driving us almost every day. Of almost our every day. Yes. So can we slow down enough and have a way of life? that says, I'm going to, instead of running all the time, which we think that hustle is to get somewhere, but maybe that hustle every day is actually because we're afraid of something and running hard from something. Wow. So can I sit down and write down what am I afraid of and lay that before the Lord? And the D of sacred is always, always doxology. Mm. I don't want to walk out into my day unless I've written down at least five, 10, 15 things that I am grateful for because faith gives thanks in the middle of the story. And I want to be a woman who trusts that God is writing a good, good story. Mm. So I can, I can actually tell, I make it a practice that at least a couple of times a week to write down on my gratitude list, that doxology, the gift list, things that I'm thankful for are things that I would find very hard to be grateful for. That's good. Because if I don't write down the things that I actually find it really hard to give thanks for, I'm not trusting that God is actually going to redeem those things and write yeah. them into a good story. So yes. can I write down the things that I, that the painful things in my life, the diagnosis, the difficult relationships, the obstacles in my life yes. and write them down as gifts that God is going to use for deep good in my life because I want to be the kind of woman walking on the way of Jesus that believes that what is in the way is making the way for me to walk with the way himself. What is in the way is, is making the way for me to be more like Jesus. Yes, yes. And the obstacle in my life can be a miracle in my Mm -hmm. life to drive me closer to Jesus. Can we believe that the obstacle is the miracle. The obstacle in our way is actually can be used of the Lord as the miracle to draw us closer to God himself. Mm. Um, I was reading yesterday in um, second Chronicles 33 in the message and it's Manasseh. And, and it actually says like, 
well, right at the very beginning, it says in God's opinion, he was a bad king. I mean, you can be bad in a lot of people's eyes, but to be bad in God's opinion, yes. of you is. Um, but when you, you drop down to verse 11, it says, um, then God directed the leaders of the troops of the king of Assyria to come after Manasseh. They put a hook in his nose, shackles on his feet and took him off to Babylon. I mean, I would say that is obstacles. That's all bad. Yes. That's all bad. But look what happened. Now that he was in trouble, he went to his knees in prayer, asking for help. Total repentance before the God of his ancestors. Mm. As he prayed, God was touched. God listened and brought him back to Jerusalem as, king, as a king. That convinced Manasseh that God was in control. Mm. And the obstacle of all the terrible things was the miracle that brought Manasseh yes. back to the Lord in a way that never couldn't was not happening yes. apart from that. Can I look at the obstacles in my life? And each of us have terribly painful obstacles in our life and scars and trauma and stories we wouldn't sign up for at all. And I don't say that. So when I say the obstacle is the miracle, I don't say that tritely. I know that the obstacles. For all of us, we would do anything to remove those obstacles and not live with certain parts of our story. Yes. Yeah. But is there a way when our eyes are fixed on Jesus that the obstacle can be a miracle that draws us closer to Jesus himself? Yes. And that way of life, um, sacred, that acronym, S-A-C-R-E-D, comes out of Exodus um, 14, where the children of Israel are brought out of Egypt, brought across the, the Red Sea. And I think for each of us, we each have our obstacles, our Red Sea that's in the way. And we think like there's, there's just no way through. Mm -hmm. This obstacle doesn't look like a miracle at all. But if we can have a way of life that keeps our eyes fixed on Jesus, we can be brought out of the bondage of Egypt. Yes. Through a Red Sea road to a promised land that is out of bondage. And the promised land is bonding, out of mm, bondage wow. to bonding yes. with Christ himself. That's the ultimate miracle. Oh, you know, I kept hearing over and over just from the spirit as you were speaking is that God is too good to waste those Red Sea moments, those things that are in the way that you said. People wonder all the time. I have wondered all the time, walking through chronic illness, walking through heartbreak, walking through all these things in my life. Even I wonder why would a good God, everyone asks this, why would a good God let these things happen? Why? But you know what? Here's the thing is that he had a plan from the beginning and he's too good to waste that. He's too good to waste our shortcomings and humanity's fall could have just left us just on the side of the road. Yet he said, I'm going to make yes. a way to you through my son, Jesus. To you. Yes. To you. I think that's the most exciting mm -hmm. part, Tara, is that he just didn't, he's not a God who's a far off distant God who makes a way yes. for you to walk a road yes. somewhere else. He's a, he's a way making God who wants to be, he makes a way to you. That's the way that he yes. makes because he wants intimacy with you. And that is the ultimate dream yes. we all want is the intimacy the dream we all want is connection mm -hmm. and attachment. And that is never found at the top of a ladder. It's never found with some status or arriving yes. at a place. 
the, the intimacy that we all are looking for is found in relationship. Mm-hmm. It's found in attachment. It's found in connection. It's found in presence. And, and that's why God makes a way to us so we can have bonding and attachment with oh, him. Yes. Because ultimately, we don't need an explanation for the roads that we're on. We need an experience mm. of God with us on yes. the road that we're on. Yes. Cause honestly, I was talking about this with a friend the other day that if we knew everything that God had along our way, one, mm-hmm. I don't think we could handle it Two, too much knowledge is too much, right? God's word says that it's too much for our minds to even comprehend who God is or his, or his ways that he, that he paves. And so, like you said, we don't need all the answers. We think we do. We think we do. First of all, we can never handle it. Second of all, it's like, where would the trust be? Where would the dependence be? And answers are cold and his arms are warm. We need his presence far more than we need the answer to the problems. And we get his presence. We get God with us. Mm. Well, think about it. If even just think on your story too, that you, that you shared so beautifully, Anne, is when you were in a really happy season, let's say of your life, and you knew certain heartbreaks were coming. I mean, even I can think about that. It's like, if I knew fear would, would take over, you know, or distrust of the Lord, like, why is this going to happen? But to be able just to walk moment by moment with the Lord and just be like, okay, like, you know, even side note, my dad says this a lot. He says this, that teaches this to his middle school kids at church. My, my dad and my mom have been in youth ministry for 35 years and they have taught this to multiple generations of kids now. But my dad says, he's like, you know, I'm a simple guy. He said, all I do every morning when I wake up, he's like, I get up. He loves this to brag about this. I get up at, you know, four, four 30. Cause he's a farmer. You know, I have my coffee with Jesus. And he, he's like, I tell the Lord, I love you. And I'm going to follow you today. And he said, I repeat that every single morning. He's like, I don't try to overcomplicate it. And I just make sure that I do that every single day. He's like, cause sometimes the first things we think of in the morning are our to-do lists and our schedules. And we overcomplicate it when God is like, do you love me? Do you love me enough to follow me? Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's it. Do we, and time is given to us at the beginning of every day to take all the moments of our life and say, I love you back, Jesus. Like time is not about accomplishing something to arrive somewhere. Time is about, I, I want to use all of this time to say, I love you. So I'd arrive at a closer union and communion and attachment and bonding with you, Jesus. I mean, your dad is so, your dad is so right. It is all about attachment and bonding to Jesus. That is, yes, we are on our way home, we are arriving moment mm-hmm. by moment when we live in attachment and communion with Jesus right now. Yes. Well, and I think for me, even that you said that, you know, time is to give back to the Lord in reverence and love. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I need that reminder every day. I need that playing in my AirPods every day as I'm going about my day, because I think a lot of times time is mine to do what I want mm-hmm. or time is mine to accomplish things that maybe I falsely believe will make God happier by doing things or being things when you said, God just wants our love. And out of that overflow, I say it all the time. When you know who God is, you will truly love him. Cause when you know someone, and I mean, we're talking about God, but I mean, I, I even think of my husband, when I know who he is, I know who he is. And 
that attracts me, that makes me love him more. And then from that love, that's an overflow to living and wanting to follow God. And so it's that same thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, I love the word. No, I think it's chapter four of Waymaker talks about what does it mean to know our spouse? What does it mean to know mm-hmm. our partner? Yes. God wants to be known in the same kind of intimate way. And I think, I think lots of times, Tara, we know about God, but we don't know yes. God yes. in that intimate kind of way. And when we, we know God in an intimate heart to heart, deep, union and communion, communion attachment kind of way. There's nowhere else I need to be. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere else I need to arrive at. There's nowhere I need to get out of right now and escape from no matter how difficult and hard it is. If I know that I know I have deep intimacy and communion with him. So do I have a way of life yes. that lets me intimately know God and mm-hmm. want his heart and his presence more than anything else. This is what our generation needs because we are told that a fast diet, a quick fix, whatever is the answer. When Jesus is upside down kingdom says you need a way of life. You need an everyday rhythm, which keeps you in a deep union communion with me that hushes all of the fears that gives you a cadence of strength because you're leaning on me, depending upon me. Like faith means dependence. Faith means it. The word in in Hebrew is it there in Greek is, is pistis. It's, it's not a, a noun as much as a a noun, as much as it is a verb that Mm. are you faithing? moment by moment. Wow. Faithing means I'm leaning on him moment, Mm -hmm. depending upon him moment by moment, the lover of my soul that I can trust will always be here for me, will always hold me, who always has my good in mind, who is my Abba father, who never takes his hands off the world. Do I have a way of life that lets me keep faithing moment by moment? Wow. You know, I, I'm so thankful for your voice and, Mm -hmm. and your encouragement and your words, because there's a lot of people who do what you do, but a lot of people don't point people back to the way it's a lot of people pointing people back to themselves. I know we're all, I I know we're all guilty at times, but, Anne, it's beautiful that you're like, no, like, you know, we're all looking for answers. We're all looking for help along the way. I mean, and I can give you this encouragement and this and that, but ultimately you need the way himself. I hope. The Waymaker really unpacks all the ways I got it wrong, all the ways that I would turn the wrong way, all the ways that I didn't, my faithing fell apart. Yes. Um, And I hope someone can pick up the Waymaker and say, I need a compass for my soul that turns me towards Jesus himself. And you can read a story of, this is a woman who saw heartbreak in a lot of different ways. And actually it's, you see, I get to halfway point in the book and go, oh my goodness, I need to completely reorient this way. And what does mm-hmm. it look like to have this way of life mm-hmm. as a constant rhythm? Because I was right about it, Waymaker. It's a, it's an analogy from James Clear. He talks about it in Atomic Habits, that if you get on a plane mm-hmm. in Los Angeles and the nose of that plane is only a degree off as you fly across the country, you're not going to actually land in Dulles in DC. You're going to mm-hmm. land in LaGuardia in New York City. Yes. Um, that, that we think that 
we can be off just a degree at a time, day by day mm. by day, and still end up where we hope to be. And my maker really talks about, no, I was a degree off and I ended up somewhere I thought I never would end up. Wow. The way of life that we have day by day by day, it profoundly matters because there are going to be days in our lives that are our worst nightmares. We're going to... The people we love, we are going to lose. We are going to end up with phone calls that we don't want. The people in our life are going to, um, going to, they're either going to lose us or we're going to lose them. That is the way it works in a brokenhearted world. Yes. Have a way of life that keeps us close to the Lord. So that when those days come, we have a way of life that keeps the tsunami back. Mm -hmm. And has a Red Sea road into the presence of God himself. So that we know. He is a good, good Abba. He will waste nothing and that this obstacle can be the miracle in the midst of his hands. Mm, I am so excited. I know probably many listening have already read it, but I am so excited for people to listen to it now. If anything, the heart that came through just this conversation Mm -hmm. is exactly Mm -hmm. what what God has done through this book. Mm -hmm. And it has been a blessing to me because, you know, we hear that, There are hard times. And a lot of people say that you don't have to, because you can manifest your life. You can do these things or that, but here is what God says is that there are going to be red, red seas. There's going to be tsunamis. And that's, that's the reality we must face. But the hope is that we have a way maker to make a way through that, despite of that. And that is what we all need. We, we don't need people to keep feeding us lies that things are going to be sunshine and rainbows and you can manifest a perfect life. We need the truth that we can have a way when there seems to be no way um, and it's better, it's, it's better to actually, like you said earlier, to go through those hard times because you're held and you're kept in your health by the one who says the only one who says, mm. I am the way, yes, the truth Amen. and the life. And mm. if we want to, to find our way to the life we've always dreamed of, we need to be walking with the only one who says, yeah, he is, yep. I am the way I am the truth. I am the life. Wow. That's it. That's it. Okay. How can people get their hands on this? People oh, want to uh, read this now. Tell us. Tell yeah, us. A Waymaker is available anywhere books are sold, but you can also find it online at waymakerbook.com or you can find us um, at uh, annbosscamp.com um, on the web or Instagram or Facebook. Um, but anywhere books are sold. And actually um, there's a Bible study that comes yes. with it, a six-week Bible study with um, six um, uh, video lessons, about 20 minutes long, and then it comes with a study book to do with. So I think so much pain and trauma comes from isolation. And if you can go yes. ahead and study in community because mm-hmm. healing happens in community where we can share the hard ways that we're on and lean in with each other and preach gospel back to each other. So if you know someone who's on a hard way or you're in them as a hard way, yes, pick up Waymaker and the study and do it together because healing, God made us to be part of a body. Healing mm-hmm. happens in community. I love that analogy. I'm so thankful for this. I will have it all linked so you guys can check it out. And you have been a blessing to me again. You win the award for bringing me to tears today. Oh, no. I I only hope, Tara, that we actually get to meet in person someday. I would like that so, so, so much, Tara. And I'm so looking forward to holding the message that God has placed upon your heart, Tara. Thank you. 